0: Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening to The Strike and Ellicott Files, an unofficial podcast dedicated to all things Cormor and Strike, as written by Robert Galbraith. My name is Kens, and today, Lindsay and I are going to be discussing a few of the audio snippets from the Discover section of Robert's website. And I'm really excited to go over all of these. I don't know about you. I'm very excited. There's so many good things in here. All right, we're gonna start with uh, with the why London snippet, Um, and because we're not the most tech savvy people here, we're just gonna go ahead and read it. (laughs) We're gonna we'll link to it too. Yeah, we'll, we'll put links in the show notes, but um, but we're just going to read what the um, what the snippets are. So um, the one that is entitled Why London goes, there are other cities I lived, I lived in Manchester for a while and loved it, and obviously I love Edinburgh. Edinburgh is too small to support two fictional detectives, and Ian Rankin got there ahead of me. Rebus reigns supreme in Edinburgh, and that's as it should be, so I knew I wasn't going to have to do, to have it based in Edinburgh. And I know London pretty well. I have, I've had family in London all my life and have lived in London the thing about London is is that it can support any number of fictions because it's so big and it's ever-changing and it doesn't feel I don't feel like I'll trip over other detectives if I'm working in London so it was my first choice I really liked this one I've not read any Ian Rankin but I think that I it's cool I think that it's cool that she had it set in London having been there before that's cool it just makes me want to go there more
1: <laughs> well yeah I because I've been there too but when I went it was 2010 so this was pre-strike mm-hmm. so there are places that I I know that I went to that are in the books but they didn't mean anything back then mm-hmm. <laughs> so I
0: I'd love to go again Oh, for sure. And I love also like how London is almost like its own character mm-hmm. within the books. That's that's really cool. London feels very like fleshed out and its its own character within the, within the books. So I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, one of my favorite things doing locations for Strike fans is when there's some places that are so well described that you know, if I go into Google Maps, it's almost like it's almost like I could see him standing there sometimes, you know. <laughs> There was, Mm -hmm. there was one, and I can't remember what it was, but it was a, he was waiting outside a station for Robin to pick him up. It was in Trouble Blood and not that, you Mm -hmm. know, a station is this great location that I really want to visit, but you know, he was standing under the awning and there was bicycles in in front of him and looking out onto a park. And it was exactly like that on Google maps. And I was just, I could see him standing there. It was really cool. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. I love the way that she describes all of that. It's just
1: I know that this isn't technically London, but the Skegness chapter doing that page was so much fun. It just even the little things like there's a yellow door that's described for some fortune teller or something and, and the words on the door you can see it on Google Maps. It's so much fun. I I love that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just those little details like that.
1: If okay, so let's say that They're just really great COVID isn't a thing right now. And we can hop on a plane and go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what strike location would you want to go to the most? Let's forget Denmark Street and the Tottenham because I think those are a given.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I think everybody would say, yeah, they would go to those two. Um, well, because part of me is just a little bit bougie. Um, <laughs> I, part of me, would want to go to um, Le Manoir au Cat Saison. Um, I follow them on Instagram. So do I. <laughs> And yeah, man, like, oh, if money were no object, I would want to stay there. Their hotel rooms are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Their gardens are gorgeous. It would be kind of, I feel like I would feel a little weird being there just because like that was not a happy anniversary. It wasn't. <laughs> if I wasn't going to go there, I would maybe go to like right outside of Swinton Park because that's where the hug mm-hmm. was. TM. The Yes, the hug TM. <laughs> what about you? Uh, it's a
1: really hard question. It is. The things that I enjoy the most are when they kind of walk through a place, and there's a lot of like their walk through Clarkenwell or um, even just the area around like St. James's. There's so many locations right in that one area. Mm-hmm. So there's like uh, Christie's and Franco's and Spencer House, Lancaster House, Fortnum and Mason, um, Pratt's. Not that they let us in, but. There's just a lot of places that you can kind of see maybe in one area. I I really like seeing how things are in relation Mm -hmm. to the other places, you know, so that would be fun.
0: We're we're just going to make a really long list of all of the places we want to (laughs) go. And we'll just figure out a way to just spend a day or a week um, just going to all the locations (laughs) and everything that would be really cool one day yeah after COVID
1: oh I'm already planning it should we do the next one this one is strikes character
0: which is really really great for you to be doing so I'll let you take it away Lindsay what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) I, I have no idea All right. She
1: said he's in some ways haunted by two dark angels, which are his female angels anyway, his mother who was murdered, but that murder was never, never came to trial. And by his ex Charlotte with whom he's been for 16 years on and off. And in book four, he finally, we finally meet Charlotte properly. So I'm enjoying writing that at the moment. But yeah, so there are certain things hanging over his life. And of course, that does hugely color
0: his attitude to work and to relationships. I would love to hear her talk about this in like post Trouble Blood context, because this is, you know, this is while she's writing lethal so it would be interesting to see or get an update on that but these
1: questions i think were posted right before lethal white the show came
0: out so Mm -hmm. i think they'd been on the website though for like a while but i think i think that they were had been like reworked and reposted on the website but i remember i remember hearing about these before i think but they did a lot more publicizing and everything and newsletter and all that kind of stuff so i think that they were just kind of rehashing everything but but i really liked this one it's interesting that little snippet about how murdered never came to trial because <laughs> didn't he testify and yeah. i'm just i'm confused by what well, she i think here. everyone was really
1: surprised i think that she said the word murdered because some people were still wondering if it was an accident so not that this is too surprising to me of course she was murdered mm-hmm. but you know the fact that she says it a lot of people were surprised by it I, it's just interesting two dark angels which are leda and charlotte i they're mm. so similar and he doesn't know it <laughs> or doesn't it realize
0: it yeah it's like he's i don't think he's ever really looked that like how, at how similar they are kind of square in the face before though i think he's kind of starting to realize well, it's it, just so maybe. many of
1: his choices are from his childhood trauma more so than anything else mm-hmm. which is sad but it ex- explains
0: why he stuck with Charlotte so much, because he was always trying to protect Leda, and... He didn't get the chance to save her, mm-hmm. so he was thinking, oh, well, I guess that's what I'm going to have to do with Charlotte now, is continually save her from herself. And it's like, there's got to be a point where you just, you know, enough Well, that point enough. was the beginning. <laughs> Cuckoo's calling it. Yeah, exactly. Like, lying about pregnancy uh, is a But a yeah, so ad-
1: uh, coloring his attitude to work in relationships, I... Yeah, we we get it we see that <laughs> for sure
0: yeah for sure it was interesting seeing how charlotte kind of popped up in different sections in troubled blood not even with her like you know incessant calling and you know just trying to rope him back in but just like in how she comes up when he's thinking about stuff about mm-hmm. robin you know like with the apology chapter and oh, everything so good <laughs> it was awesome. And I, and it gave us like some interesting insight into, you know, how his and Charlotte's relationship yeah. went and, you know, how that colored, how he, you know, dealt with disagreements and stuff like that. And it's just interesting to kind of see that change over the course. Oh, yeah. Of, He's just you know,
1: unlearning life. a lot of things that he thought this is how things go, but they're not. And
0: yeah, we can really mm-hmm. see him, um, growth. <laughs> ah, yeah. You know growth. what that is? <laughs> growth. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be so great to see what kind of progress that he makes in the next book. Because now he's like starting to shrug Charlotte off. He's, you know, got got that off his back. And now I think he just kind of has to work through a bit more of the latest stuff, um, which I think will kind of come to it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Next book. Yeah, that and some Rokeby stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm coming. very
1: excited about that.
0: I'm so curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have more to say about that. That's that's coming up, up later. Ho, ho, ho. What do you mean? I'm, I'm rubbing my hands together like Mr. Burns over here. <laughs> okay. Do we want to go to the next one? Yeah. Okay so this this section is uh strike and robin. This one's good. We'll get a good one. So <laughs> Joe says um they're both carrying a lot of secrets when they meet which weigh them down and they're both close-lipped about what the central traumas of their lives have been and yeah over the course of the books and TV series they start to open up to each other. And it's a relationship Robin for Strike and um is a relationship unlike any he's had before. It's at times it's like a sibling relationship at times obviously it becomes their romantic feelings on both sides but he certainly never had a relationship like that with a woman before or really had a relationship with a woman quite like robin before because she's quite stealthily she manages to persuade him to lean on her again literally and metaphorically and he's someone who doesn't like to lean on anyone he very much sees himself as the person on whom others lean (laughs) i'm all in my feelings i am all in my feelings that last bit just
1: oh i'm just laughing at the sibling comment
0: Yeah, let's let's talk about it. (laughs) Let's yeah. Mm, yeah sibling relationship shirt don't don't encourage the lunatics out there joanne come on they're they're gonna be like brother and sister no no i mean i know i know when i hang out with my brothers i always
1: think about the bed upstairs
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. and whether or not i've changed my sheets recently um i feel icky for even having just said that (laughs) god
1: i do understand i think i think i understand what she's saying and that there's like a deep
0: understanding yeah and
1: and they spend a lot of time together they bicker sometimes but there's still this just underlying and constant respect for each other and love i'll say even i don't mean it romantically but i get it (laughs) but then she clarifies that there are romantic feelings on both sides so
0: yeah i i like that robin has sort of slipped under his skin like that and like i was saying that last bit has got me all in my feelings because like oh now he's he's starting to lean on her and she's eventually gonna start leaning on him a little bit more um i think that she's kind of still a little bit like reticent about appearing weak in front of him Mm -hmm. and so they're I don't think she's opening up as much as she could be, but I think that that'll end up changing. Yeah, once
1: they start actually talking to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Because that whole talking thing goes both ways, <laughs>
1: right? I know. <laughs> yeah. I I know this has been pointed out before in some of the discussions we've had online, but a lot of times we see Strike as, or we're more critical of him for not sharing things with her, but she she does the same,
0: mm-hmm. and and
1: I know that she tends to follow his lead there. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that if he was more open with her, she would be in return, but it it is pretty equal there. They, they both need to open up a little bit more. I think I, I I really like this last bit where she says that he very much sees himself as the person on whom others lean. I think that is a great insight to just his whole life and childhood. He was, you know, the one protecting Lucy and Leda and I, it goes, that runs deep, I think. So it's, it's nice that he has found someone who mm-hmm. he can do that with just, instead of it always being him.
0: Yeah, because he deserves to have somebody who's, you know, willing to fight in his corner and, you know, protect him.
1: Without some other agenda like Lucy or, you know, wanting it to be her way, kind of just, we don't love them at all.
0: Yeah, definitely not. I mean, How could
1: you tell? Yeah, so the <laughs> next one is Robin's character. And Joe says... I think Robin is the most purely lovable character I've ever written actually. I do, I think she's, it's not just that she's a contrast to Charlotte, she's a contrast to Strike. She's much, she verbalizes her emotions far more. And while she has his same steely work ethic, she questions what they do a little more than he does and has a more emotional response to the cases. And you need that, you need that foil for Strike because he does keep things in his head much more and unwillingly really, He's been broken open by this friendship. And I say broken open because he's so uptight with his emotions when he first meets her. So yes, this friendship slips under his guard. And then we learn a little more about him, which is fun to write. The dynamic between them is, I think, the thing that keeps people reading. And it is certainly the thing that keeps me writing. All my feelings.
0: <laughs> yes. And Robin is an actual angel. I,
1: I agree. She's so lovable. It's She's almost so lovable that it is easy to forget that she's not perfect. And there are things about her that are not perfect and that mm-hmm. she should, you know, but it's easy to forget because with strike, it's, it's, they're more out there, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. They're a little, little more obvious, but yes. with Robin, yeah. She's so overwhelmingly good so often that, yeah. And, ah, uh, just, I love this, this concept of, you know, strike is so like walled up for such a long time and like, she doesn't even try like to act she doesn't like sit here and go you know what i see these walls and i'm gonna smash them down she's like no she's just being she's just being robin and and she just gets right underneath all those defenses and is like hey being broken open by this friendship
1: is such a nice way to say it you know it's it's so true it's everything's up and he's just
0: like it's it's just really interesting going back and reading stuff from like cuckoo's calling even
1: when yeah when he like he resolves to be less friendly to her. I forget how it said, but he realizes what a jerk he is for wanting to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But just another, I mean, friend, this friendship slips under his guard. It's, it's, it's so good. It's so good, but it is true that she is a contrast to Charlotte and a contrast to Strike and it's, which is exactly what he needs.
0: No more Charlotte's (laughs) <laughs> no more Charlottes. Gosh, it. I would only accept more Charlotte if it drove Robin and Strike together. I don't believe we've seen the last of her, but you know, yeah. Well, we'll see. And yeah, mm-hmm. that last bit, um, the dynamic between them is relevant to a discussion I think we had on Discord just not too long ago about how it's what the thing that uh, keeps people reading and what it's what's keeping her writing. It's certainly what's keeping me reading. I don't know anybody, at least not anybody who's in Discord, that's reading it purely for the mystery. I mean,
1: I mean, yeah, I, I'm definitely curious about later and everything but of course it's the dynamic between them that is what people care most about i think and i love that she says that it's the thing that keeps her writing and
0: she also says this bit about how um you know learning more about strike is so like fun to write for her so i'm hoping oh there's so much i want to what did she say recently about
1: having a file on she's got like a whole
0: yeah, like a whole file on her computer of just like basically trivia on Strike. You need like a Strike version of Pottermore after the
1: series is over with that file, please. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many things I want to know about him. I mean, so much of his uh, career in the army, mm-hmm. the the medals, just everything. All right, should we do the next one? This one's also on Robin mm-hmm.
0: and. <laughs> I love that I get this one because I love Robin so much. Okay, so um, on Robin, uh, Joe says, I just love her. I mean, I couldn't have asked for better, actually. She's in some way, she strikes mirror image in that you're looking here at someone who's very lovable. I think she's a very lovable character. She's a very, she's a kind person. I think it's a difficult part to play in many ways. And again, because in the first series and in the first book, you know, you hint, I hint at what lies beneath That She seems like a very nice girl next door who comes in and is awfully helpful and kind and slowly you realize just how much is bubbling under the surface and that's not an easy part to play and she does it so brilliantly and i think when i say a mirror image of strike women like robin they like her in the books and i think women will really like holiday on screen when
1: she says that robin is strikes mirror image because you're looking at someone
0: who's very lovable (laughs) what are you trying to say there joe yeah well I mean in the first book yeah he is kind of a little bit of a, a grumpy butthole when you're looking at the the strike of a uh, of Cuckoo's Calling and you're looking at like the strike of troubled blood you're looking the strike of troubled blood is a hell oh, of a lot so more funny. likable than the strike of the first book no
1: okay when she says I couldn't have asked for better do you think because obviously i think that a lot of this answer has to do with the show and talking about holiday granger do you think she's talking about casting or
0: is she talking about robin's character i feel like it could be a bit of both because i mean holiday does such a a great job it's just
1: yeah if she wasn't talking about her it's kind of funny i couldn't have asked for better
0: as if she didn't create her (laughs) yeah robin just kind of walked into her head and was like well i'm here i think it's
1: possible that she's talking about the show but i don't know for
0: sure yeah i think that it's (laughs) that i think that that's mostly about the show but um it would be interesting there's some interesting things that she says like in relation to the books though like with the whole mirror image thing because we talk about that all the time about all these parallels and and you know kind of mirrors of each other that um you know the characters themselves aren't doing intentionally it's obviously it's being plotted out by joe but it's just fun i really like that one
1: yeah it's it's interesting this reminded me when she says that you know at first you don't know what's lying underneath the surface i remember when a friend of mine read the books i think for the first time in i want to say last year because actual last year feels like it didn't happen but i think it was 2019 my friend read the books for the first Mm -hmm. time and as she was just reading the first book, I was like, Don't you love Robin so much? And she's like, Well, I don't really know her. I was like, What? <laughs> you forget. Yeah. Yeah, I see what she's saying here. It's totally true that she is very kind and helpful, but there's so much more to her as we learn as the books go on. And Robin's just so great.
0: Mm-hmm. This is
1: turning into our Robin Love podcast
0: <laughs> episode. Right. Well, you know, it's here to balance out all the strike love because I feel like we're very vocal about how much we love that man. So um yeah. Yeah, we stand Robin Ellicott in this household. I
1: also just want to say when she says that she thinks that women will really like Holiday on screen, she was so great, especially in Lethal White. I just, I was blown away by her. There's so many different versions of robin that she has to play and she
0: did such a great job mm-hmm. i especially liked how she did the um like the panic attacks and everything like in the houses of parliament and while she was on the boat with raf like that was just ah, uh, i could feel it i almost felt it more speaking like being on the boat with raf
1: i i, I felt that more watching it than i did reading it because reading it i was trying to read it so fast to get like past it but watching it yeah it was it was really
0: intense. I yeah Mm -hmm. with her like looking out the window like every couple of seconds she's struggling to breathe and it's just like oh my goodness like you can't skip ahead or like start reading faster you have to sit there in the moment while she's you know it's just wow it was I was blown away yeah
1: there's that moment where she kind of shrieks a little bit or I don't know if that's the right word but behind the pillow it's just uh, it was Mm -hmm. it was hard to watch and she did such a good job it was great Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I agree
0: brilliant Mm -hmm. yeah and after she um breaks up with matt in um yeah both in lethal white and in um in career you know when she finds Mm -hmm. out that matt had been cheating and everything like oh gosh so good yeah she did i hate to say it but like she cries really well (laughs) yeah
1: she's great i can't wait there's so many things i can't wait to see in trouble blood Mm mm-hmm oh my
0: goodness i'm gonna die
1: <laughs> i'm really looking forward to seeing her with a couple black eyes
0: yeah <laughs> i wonder how they're gonna switch up that whiskey scene though because they had kind of a very similar mm-hmm. yeah. you know scene with that in um in lethal but we'll see i'm, I'm here for we whatever they see. choose to
1: do here for it yeah
0: whatever it is it's the shippiness is going to oh. be ramped up to 11 <laughs> and it's going to be great
1: the show is so shippy it's but it's great They're
0: like they know their audience <laughs> they know what we want <laughs> but they won't give it to us until joe writes it into the book so uh, damn it joe write a kiss into the books and it better be on purpose and it better be on the friggin' mouth just in case you're looking for for a loophole
1: <laughs> well but technically they kissed <laughs> yeah we've had yeah. that a lot it that kind of reminds me of I don't know if you saw recently on Twitter, somebody asked here Logan about uh deleted scenes for the wedding. And he was he said, I don't think anyone wants to see more of the wedding. And I was like, um, <laughs> actually, sir. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yes, we do. Yes, we want to see a lot more of it. <laughs> I want to see you get punched in the face by your brother. Yes. So great on Twitter. He's so funny. I love his Matthew mm-hmm. humor. It's great. Yeah, he's got such a great sense of humor about so, it. Should we move on to the next question? <laughs> we should we should so this one's page to screen uh joe says it's always slightly unnerving because you are obviously giving up control so you better really trust the people you're working with and that's key for me who am i going to be working with for strike that was even more important because i literally the first time i met tom i said to him well i hope to god you enjoy playing this character because i think i've got at least another 10 books in me so you know you could be locked in for quite a few years here so yeah it it is really it was really important to me that we got the right people in front of the camera and off camera because as i say this could go on for a very long time i hope it does because i absolutely love writing them my heart (laughs) so good to hear we've joked many times about you know them being like old and nursing home solving crimes
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you know what this is like my open petition please i want to know about them being 80 years old and living in a small town out in the country solving murders and stuff i mean god knows enough murders happen in the english countryside it's not like they would be you know in want of work <laughs> i imagine it being a very like mundane mystery but they can't help but try and solve it because that's who they are <laughs> they'll find mysteries in the everyday like you know who's been stealing biscuits from the biscuit tin i was just gonna say who it's, stole- the answer is always strike <laughs> except the one time that it's not but god forbid someone's still his oh no <laughs> no yet you will pay with your life <laughs>
1: i love that line in lethal white the show about
0: him being like a, a biscuit machine what did they say it was something about being like a i think it was like a phone booth that you put biscuits in instead of coins <laughs> that was great so good that was great
1: it made it for the it was like their version of the no
0: calories count yeah no calories count on car journey yeah, I'm still bummed that they didn't include oh, that because that, was, such a good that was like some of the best banter. <laughs> calories The Corman Strike Diet. You know what? I bet it includes that one weird tip to lose belly fat. <laughs> okay, um, should we go on to the last one, and I think arguably our favorite one? Let's do it. Go for All it. All right, this one is about Denmark Street, and you'll see why we're excited in a second. Denmark Street fits strike like a glove because, obviously, his parentage he comes from, in some way, he's from rock and roll royalty, but he's never lived that life, and yet he's gravitated to Denmark Street and Robin might be calling him on that at some point in the future. It's an iconic street, and it's a place he clearly feels at home, though I'm sure, he, not sure he's ever thought that through because he grew up being dragged around concerts by a passionate rock fan and a groupie. So, you know, to live, to operate out of a place where the buskers are constantly playing is, you know, this is home to him. Yeah, but I love Denmark Street. I know it's evolved, and I used to live quite near there. It's just one of those iconic places that I hope isn't about to disappear the way I fear. I fear for its future so what do you love about this kids so uh the bit that i love about this is the bit about robin calling strike out about the fact that he's not really drawn to that whole rock and roll lifestyle despite being the kin of rock and roll royalty but the fact that robin's going to be calling him out on that and this was posted it tells us so much after she's already finished five and started six so this means that at some point in the future future robin and strike are going to be talking about Rokeby and that makes me so happy
1: possibly later too yeah
0: like they'll be they'll be doing a lot of big the talking, talking thing. things
1: well i yeah i remember when this first came out so it was in august so before trouble blood and i thought that it was going to happen in trouble blood mm-hmm. and but i had kind of forgotten about it until you reminded me about mm-hmm. it so i was like oh that didn't happen in the book so obviously that means <laughs> probably next one Yeah, it makes more sense that it would happen in six. It's such a huge, it tells us so much because the whole conversation they have in chapter 58, where she says, I'm not going to gossip about your father. I won't talk about him to you if you don't want me to. But this is kind Mm -hmm. of telling us that they are going to be talking about those things. And it's really nice. It's really Mm -hmm. nice to look forward to that. They're going to be opening up to each other more. I'm really excited mm-hmm. about
0: yeah. it. The fact that it that, that wasn't just like a one off thing that he's gonna continue to open up and, you know, continue to be vulnerable and everything is just really, really sweet. Um, it really just it shows you just how awesome Robin is and how well frankly how perfect they are for each other. But um I like that their their friendship, which is already so strong to begin with, is strengthening even more. I just uh, i just find it so sweet when best friends fall in love that's like <laughs> that, that's my thing the, my like best friends to lovers trope is just it's a trope that is near and dear to my heart and i love reading it
1: are you getting me my feelings i know <laughs>
0: <laughs> these are the things that i think about every day they are perfect for each other and yeah it just ah uh, it gets me all up in my feelings And but hey we shouldn't we shouldn't have to wait for too much longer hopefully (laughs) don't jinx us god (laughs) that was a joke (laughs) ah god yeah (laughs) it's gonna happen next book it's happening it's happening Mm -hmm. i accept no other alternative (laughs) it's freaking happening next book i would put money on it yeah i'd
1: be really surprised if it doesn't unless like book six takes place over two weeks
0: only and that would be really mean In order to do that, she'd have to do like a time skip at some point. Oh, right. Because we already know that 2015 is happening. So we've got a couple months at least. I don't know. I'm still placing that strike in 2015 chapter somewhere towards the beginning of the book, um, at least within the first few chapters. Just going off of when she was tweeting about, you know, writing Robin's birthday while she was still writing, you know, Troubled Blood. I don't know. Um, I think that it's that is probably somewhere within the first 10 chapters. But hell, if I know how long the span of time is between the beginning of the book and the end of the last one, these are all questions we need answers to. (laughs) Like I said in the last episode, I'm not going to trust it yet. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll see. She she did make promises about Al and, yeah, about, you know, oh, Strike's brother's going to be coming back. And then, like, he ended up not. Oh, she meant, yeah.
1: I wonder if that's so. because she's writing the next book as, like, she was writing book five as book four was about to come out, maybe.
0: I have absolutely no maybe. idea if that's true. But, yeah, she, she was around there. I hope there. that she does that whole you know robin talking to strike about denmark street thing in the next book though that would be oh yeah really cool i still worry about if they're going to be at denmark street yeah i I, i'm not sure if they're going to stay there i would love for them to but Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know if they do leave denmark street there's you know potential oh it could be so good it's the only reason
1: it's the only reason why i would be okay with it happening because yeah, I, I like- don't like change. It would be very sad. But I think that it would be a nice moment for them to reflect on where they met and how both of their lives completely changed there because mm-hmm. of the other, you know, it, it has, like, yeah, there's a lot of potential there.
0: But I would really miss it. Joe will not do anything with it she's going <laughs> to subvert our expectations like she did in all of troubled blood oh he's coming for Oprah for valentine's day oh oh wait no they're going to be shouting at each other wonderful could you imagine <laughs> if
1: anybody told you that you know he was going to give robin
0: two black eyes i'd be like i don't know what books you're reading <laughs> If somebody just, like, went through and did just random bullet points of stuff that happened in Troubled Blood out of context, like, oh, Strike ends up giving Robin two black eyes. Or the Irene interview. I would have been like, stop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. That is not going to (laughs) happen. No, there's not going to be a bunch of farting. No. No, definitely not. She's above that. No. No, even (laughs) Joe's not above a good fart joke.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, she has... (laughs) 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 i'm sorry i'm a child (laughs) giggling she has like poop jokes in the first book so you know Mm. we should have expected it
0: (laughs) yeah exactly she is she's not Mm. above toilet humor i
1: still i still say that i've seen people say why did she need to talk about strike going to the bathroom I still say it's because everybody was always complaining about that Harry never went to the bathroom. So she's like, <laughs> yep. all right, fine. <laughs> right? I'll write it in.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. God, that's I, funny. I'm crying a little bit. It's funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. You just wait until we get to the um, SB part. That's going to be fun. Oh God. That's like one of my favorite parts of the book. <laughs>
1: It's even better listening to it because the way Robert Glenister <laughs> does uh, Barclay laughing and the high pitch can't get it out. It's
0: so good. <laughs> it, it is. It makes it like 10 times funnier. I was
1: laughing yeah. a lot the first time I listened to it. It's mm-hmm. funny reading it. It's even funner,
0: funnier listening. Oh my listening. gosh. Yeah, it is. I have to like once they he gets past like explaining everything, I literally had <laughs> to pause it because I was just laughing too hard. <laughs> It's so good.
1: Okay. So, All right. I That's it for these set of questions. There are other ones that we
0: can definitely do another mm-hmm. time. I think there's so much good stuff to talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah, I think that is going to be it for this episode. If you enjoy what you've heard so far, you can always subscribe to us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And we're also on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at the SE files pod, and we'll have regular updates, usually about every week or two um, announcing future episodes. If you'd like to send us response to anything that you've heard or have something you'd like us to discuss, you can always email us at S E file. Files podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for listening and we hope to catch you next time for another exciting episode of the Strike and Ellicott Files.